Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, maybe lie down, listen. We're going to have a conversation that's about the mundane. What we try to deliver is a conversation that's less than fascinating so that you, our listeners, can just feel free to drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Kana. Marco. Nidhi. Here we are. We are, and this is our last show for this season. It was a very long it's season. It's a long season. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, Eddie, when we, when we started this podcast, it was, it was kind of the Wild West. You know, there wasn't was. as many podcasts as there are today, and I think that's great that there are so many podcasts. But I didn't know how the seasons worked with a podcast. We just learned as we did it. Yeah. It's a very accessible medium. Yeah. And so now we're going to take a short sort of break. Yeah, and we're going to deliver some, I don't want to say exciting content for the Insomnia Project, because that's not what this podcast no, is about. not exciting at all. No, but we're going to deliver a season two. Exactly. That will be 26 episodes in length. Because our podcast is 26 minutes, or thereabout. Sometimes they creep in a little bit longer. But as we've mentioned before, 26 minutes is the perfect, is the perfect amount of time for a short nap or to get you into that blissful state so of sleep. Be sure to check out. We will definitely still be posting on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll keep you updated once season two is coming out and we'll make sure that there's also episodes that come out on a consistent basis of so course. that you're not wondering when the next insomnia project show is coming yeah. out well we'll have that all geared out and worked out and we have some surprises that are going to come forward mm-hmm. too so exciting times yeah ex- stay tuned for that i want to thank our listeners recently we had listeners who um Instagrammed us with something that they heard on our show. I know, Easy as Pie. Easy as Pie. Went to the Banya. Yeah, that's the second time Easy as Pie took us up on some of the things we've mentioned. And we love that. We love everyone who tweets us or Instagrams us. So thank you for that. It's so rewarding. We also get emails from people who listen to our podcast and they tell us how 
they've enjoyed it and how it's helped them. So thank you to all our listeners. Um, please feel free to Instagram tweet and leave us those five-star reviews. You know, every once in a while a review comes up, Nitty, and I'll say, did you see the new we review? We get so excited. We get so excited. <laughs> Far too excited, yeah, really. Especially for this podcast. But yeah. but thank you for the, everyone who's done that. And if you've enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review because it's helpful for us, um, both as a personal sort of gold star and for our podcast itself so thank you for everyone who's did done you it. when you were a kid mm-hmm. were you into getting gold stars at school was that like a big motivator for you mm, that's a great question i mean yeah i i don't think it was a motivator but i always loved it when i did get it and i was a good student i was a good kid like mm-hmm. i was really reliable and i listened and i would you know how they would sometimes divvy up different um tasks for the kids to do mm-hmm I was always the messenger because I would bring the message to the office and back and I was always efficient and I never kind of, I was always quick about it. You were very diligent yeah. as a child. So That's good. I, just, I think it was from that that messaging became an important part of my life. Clearly. Well, we should also thank our sponsors. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you to Casper, Casper yes. Mattresses, um, that has... Um, actually, you know what? I, I, uh, funnily enough, they had, so Casper had this pop-up shop yes. in Toronto in the summer and I got a chance to actually lie down on the, first of all, you went into this pop-up shop and it just smelled like camp, campfire, you know, like good camp, like yeah. the, the burning wood and, um, I don't know. And there was like, uh, pine needles everywhere it was just beautiful and i just sat down on one of the beds and i actually took a nap good for you um yeah and then i woke up probably about 10 or 15 minutes later and i was um a little bit um not shaken up but you know when you're sort of like oh my gosh i wasn't supposed to do that right out of sorts a bit. um but the the people there were great they're like that happens don't worry <laughs> so uh if you're interested in a casper mattress and trying it out definitely uh, check out um, our URL casper.com slash insomnia and you'll get $50 off the purchase of your next mattress and Nitty, I was um, this oh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't click my mouth like that but I was in California this December slash January for a wedding and because I was performing the ceremony the bride and the groom gave me a Casper pillow. No way! To thank me. You didn't yeah, tell me yeah, that. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. That's so great. I have this really awesome Casper pillow, and it was such a thoughtful, lovely gift. Of course, they listened to our podcast, so they said, "You're always talking about this this pillow." So we just figured we'd buy you one. That's and amazing, like, yeah. and it's wonderful. So if you're in the market for something that's fluffy and soft, I recommend their pillows as well. Go to casper.com slash insomnia and order your pillow today. Nidhi, I wanted to talk to you, speaking of pillows and feels and stuff like that, I wanted to talk to you about textures. Ah, yes. So, for example... So, wait. Textures... Mm-hmm. Now, textures basically are using your tactile sense sure, in yeah. order to... So, so, when you're like thinking of textures do you automatically visualize it or do you like think about the touch of something that's a great question so if i was to say to you 
walking on grass. Do you visualize the texture or do you, do you get an impression of the texture of grass under your feet? Or walking on sandy, a sandy beach? I actually get uh, a visual and I'm always more of the... Um, I'm not in the visual, so I'm not experiencing the texture. I see. I'm watching it. Okay. Um, so I'm not a very tactile person that way. Okay. But if I was to say to you, what is the texture that you like on your bare feet? Sand would be great. Sand would be great. Yes. So walking on a sandy beach. Yes. Now, would you want to be on the moist side of the sand? So the, the sand that gets lapped by the water from the... No, no, because I hate the word moist. Okay, sorry. So the <laughs> damp uh, sand? Uh, no, I want to be on the drier one because actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not so... I mean, the texture of the sand has something to do with it, but it's more of the heat that is uh, associated with the sand because okay. I'm in the sand... I'm in a tropical climate. I'm thinking of the heat. Like, there's all the other things that I'm associating with stand rather than necessarily the texture of it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And um, what about the texture of something like cork? What impression does cork give you? Whether it be on your feet or whether you, 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 know, you put your hands on cork. Hmm. Huh. Because it's got a kind of sponginess to it, right? It's got a bit of give. But also a little bit of roughness. Yeah, it's not a smooth no. texture. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a smooth texture. No, but yes, it's got a sponginess, like Unlike a springiness. Mar like marble, for example, is a smooth, cool Oh, yes. Okay, texture. I thought you were comparing marble to cork as similar. No, no, no. Um, but I mean, like, not the opposite, but a different, a different yes. feel to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you think of texture as, like, warm or cool? I, I, not necessarily, but I'm sure there are things that you would think are warmer and I guess cooler. that's also like, I don't know. Like I'm thinking cool to the touch, warm to the touch. Like there's certain, like marble, right? Sure. You're not going to associate marble with warmth. Right. Right? When you touch it, it's usually very cold. Sure. Um, I don't know. What Like is there anything that you're like, all right, this is like... Um, I don't know, actually, t texture. It's an interesting... Yeah. So, for example, I have a yoga mat that is kind of like a bed Spongy. of nails. Have you ever seen those kind of yoga mats? Oh, interesting. They're kind of like... I guess bed of nails is the, the worst possible way to describe it, but they do have <laughs> like these little spikes that you're supposed to lay on. Oh, I see. As like pressure points. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I think they call it bed of nails. Maybe that's why I'm thinking of Probably not, but... What's interesting is when you lie on it, because you're lying with equal distributed weight, it doesn't feel like a bad sensation, mm -hmm. but you certainly feel it's a bit prickly. Hmm. So what about prickly textures? Prickly is such an interesting word. Sure. Eh? Um, I associate prickly with, um, okay, this is a really weird association. No, no, this is great. So when you were a kid, mm -hmm. did you ever get those, um, it wasn't a needle, but it was kind of like, almost like a push pin with mm. four, um, pin like things. And it was like, they, 
pushed it into your skin and I'm pretty sure it was some sort of injection or, or uh, I can't remember what it was exactly. I don't know what kind of inoculation really? you I gotta, were getting. I gotta find thing, this. I gotta find this. No, um, no. But is, the, is it a polio vaccine like from the 1960s? No. <laughs> what were you no. getting there? This is really No, I gotta like, it, it was like, I don't know. It, it, uh, I gotta find it. Okay, I gotta sure. find it because I need like a, I have no idea what it was. Maybe mm-hmm. I was an experiment. Maybe. There's something x files going on. Okay, I'm going to mention some textures, and I want your impressions. So the texture of chalk. Ugh. Not, not. No. No? No. You know why? Because I associate chalk with, like, um, blackboard and that, squeaking. That's not how I said I said chalk. Mm. You're very, like, you associate it with sounds, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, maybe. You associ- associate these sensations with sound. It's interesting. Hmm. What about this, the texture of, um, like, a feather? Soft. Sure. Fluffy. Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is really interesting because my first response is to see it. Right, okay. To, like, like I, I visualize it mm-hmm. rather than think about the way it feels. Um, Would you say you're a visual learner? You know how people talk about people who are visual learners? And- yeah, I'm more visual or uh, I need to see it or I need to do it. Okay. Like, I guess that would be it. Most people know. <laughs> I don't know. How do you learn? I'm, I'm definitely visual. You are? Yeah, I'm visual. And you can tell even in notes that I take. I make a lot of boxes. I use a lot of colors. Hmm, that's I so true. Lot, yeah, and I um, underscore, and I'll use, you know, different sort of techniques to highlight different things. How See this you... thing? No. You no, never got no, that? No. Like... no, that looks like some sort of tube that you would find in a television set, an old television set. Oh, is it a teen test? Okay, sorry, you were saying something. Oh, yeah, what was I going to say? I was going to say, um, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. It was a, I had an interesting point to make. Before we got on my vaccination yeah. issues. <laughs> Which I'm sure our listeners are like, I'm trying to use this to fall asleep and you're giving me. What about the feel of a bowling ball? Did you, do, were you ever a bowler? Did you ever bowl? Not really. Like, I'll bowl every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was a kid, we used to have birthday parties in Montreal at this place called Rose Bowl Lanes. And okay. it was like every kid in Montreal has had a birthday there. Thank goodness. Um, and uh, I certainly did. And I, for many, many years, used the, you know, like, I did not bowl with one hand. It was okay. like the two-handed approach. Okay. Um, and I'm also the type of bowler that will try and will the bowling ball a certain direction oh, once it's good. been, yeah. <laughs> once it's on the lane. Oh, uh, so I'm that person who's jumping. Yeah, yeah. Like, go left. That go kinetic left. energy that you send exactly. to the ball. Sure. I'm exactly. not a good bowler. My parents are very good bowlers, but I, I'm not. We should also mention another sponsor that we have had on our show, which is BarkBox. Yes. And what's interesting, I came into your house today and you're like, Zena is going wild. She got her bark box today. <laughs> and I was like, what? And yeah. So if you want to get your pooch bark box, go to getbarkbox.com slash 
the Insomnia Project, and you'll get one extra month added to your order. So if you get a six-month subscription, you'll get really seven or 12. You'll get 13, a baker's month. <laughs> but uh, Zena had like a she was toy going, in her yeah. mouth, and I was like, what? What? Is this toy? And you're like, the theme is pina coladas. It's a tropical theme this month. Yeah, so I looked at the toy and it was like a pina colada in a coconut is what it looks like. It is. Yeah. It is, Marco. It was pretty great. Like for a dog (laughs) toy, it's like your dog's going around with a... She has so many of these now. It's like... (laughs) Anytime I take something away, she brings me another stuffed animal that's like a dinosaur (laughs) or like, you know, a harvest basket. (laughs) Which has been her favorite. Speaking of textures, those are all textured, you know? Yeah. They have like different feels to them. Yeah. Which is why she loves them. Because it's like, they have texture and sound because they have a squeeze too. So it's like she gets to chomp down and then Mm -hmm. get the squeeze, the squeak. How important is texture for you when you eat? Like a balance of textures. Like when I'm chewing? No, like even when you have anything, right? Like, so for example, Mm. if you have a dessert, right? You know, some desserts can just be um, like a pudding and it's just soft and malleable. Or you can have a dessert that's more complex that has crushed nuts in it or candied sugar or fruit or layers of cream and layers of um phyllo pastry oh i see what you're saying yeah Yeah. so there's like how important is that for you when you eat you see it's similar with pastas right some pastas will have you know the length and size of the pasta will have grooves in it or the sauces that accompany Mm. it and, and various things you know, I never really thought about it before, mm. but it is actually quite important, right? Mm. Like, uh, you don't want every, everything to have the same texture, but then there's certain things that if they don't have a consistent texture, you're kind of like, mm, what's going on? Like soup, right? Sure. Like, it can be a little bit like, oh, this is an odd texture for a soup, like right. a little bit unassuming. Um or if you get a soup where you expect texture, like a clam chowder, sure. and you don't get and you texture, don't get it. it's like, what's going on I'm here? just having, like, liquid cream. Yeah. Well, cream is liquid, yeah. but... But, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know and, what... Go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. I was going to say, like, you know, and certain, certain um, food items become adjectives because of their texture. Like, so if something's buttery it has a certain sort of feel to mm. it right so i was just about to say i went for mm. brunch at annabelle's oh did you yeah that happens to be a restaurant around the corner from my house that just opened up and i was so excited and how was your breakfast it was amazing it was really good it's the second time i've been there okay um and every time i go i keep thinking oh man i should call marco but it's always for like some specific reason sure. that i'm there um and like a meeting or whatever mm-hmm. and then i end up somewhere else um but it's really good i want to go back and have those pastas yeah because speaking of texture it's like some of those pastas looked amazing sure, sure. and they have this breakfast like carbonara oh yum pasta and it was like talk about texture when you talk about brunch and texture i love poached eggs oh but for me poached eggs have to have a runniness to them Mm. and the problem is you go to a place that makes poached eggs and you're like i ask how are your poached eggs done and they're like medium i'm like all right what does medium mean to you 
Then I went I went to Expect, Expectations, mm-hmm. which you should know because it was a Montreal mm-hmm. chain that's mm-hmm. uh, you find everywhere now. And the server said to me, we do the medium. I'm like, is is that running? She said, yes, but if you'd like, I can do them soft. Like, soft. I'm like, no, because sometimes when you do the poached eggs soft, it feels like they're, they're not, not cooked. cooked. So well, I, said, I actually had poached eggs here. At that place? At that Annabelle's, yeah. And how were they? They had like a Tuscan bean salad. Look at you. And it had like um, beans and kale mm-hmm. and then um, homemade sausage and then poached eggs on top. And I'm actually the opposite. I don't usually like runny eggs. Oh, really? Yeah, like okay. the texture of it actually makes me very... Uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's slimy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, normally I don't like it. And uh, this, however, was really, really good. Really good. And you know what I love the most, Marco? What? The hot sauce that they brought oh. was very good. So there's one thing you should know about day eight. Whenever we go out to eat anywhere, whether it be something very casual or a more formal occasion, Nitty will always want a hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because oftentimes the server will be like, we'll bring it over and say, this is very hot or our hot sauce is very hot. And Nitty always looks to me and says, it's never as hot as they make it sound. <laughs> And she can always handle it, no matter how hot it is, <laughs> which is which is just a fact. I haven't yet met my match. No, no. What is the hottest sauce you've ever had? Oh, that's a good question. Like, is there a? Let me ask you this: Is there a sauce? Is do you have a go-to sauce? Um, I mean, listen, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. as an everyday hot sauce, sure. you know, I'll go for a sriracha. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. That's you know? Okay. Um, I, so there's, um, this random pub, um, I, near already, m- I already love where this is going. Near my way. Moksha studio, my okay. Moksha yoga studio called like the Duke, of, not the Duke of York. Speaking of hot, that's yeah. hot yoga. For hot yoga. There you go. Okay. Uh, it's called like, um, York something. I can't remember. Um, and it's on Wellington and anyways, whatever, okay. it doesn't matter. Uh, and I went there randomly one night with a friend of mine for a drink and we ended up ordering fries and they're like, Oh, do you want our in-house hot sauce? And it was amazing. Is it the one that's on, um, Portland near where I used to? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, this is kind of tucked away, okay. uh, on the kind of West of Bathurst. Okay. On Wellington. Anyways, um, and it was so good. I was like, oh, do you do you sell this? And they're like, yeah, and they sell it for like 10 bucks a bottle. Oh, wow. Did you get a bottle? Yeah, absolutely. And it lasted. And it was great as like a marinade. It was oh, great amazing. as just like um, a good, it was just a good, it just made my day. <laughs> great. Have you ever had Bomba? No. So Bomba is a spicy... Um, condiment from my dad's part of Italy, so oh. from Calabria they make it, and actually his hometown produces quite a bit of this. This um, because when you're dealing with peppers in Italy, the further south you go, the hotter they are, sure. the, the spicier they are. And so I have some at home, Ooh. and oftentimes the jar, what they do, so bomba means bomb. Yeah, they have like a little um, 
paper wick to make it look like a little Ball. dynamite yeah, yeah, stick yeah. or something, right? That's amazing. Remind me next time you're at my place because it is quite spicy. Uh, you know who loves Bomba is Trevor Martin, who ah, we've had on the show. Actually, perfect. we need to thank all our guests I that know. we've had over the last 131 episodes. episodes. Oh my gosh, there's could so we even, many people that there's so been, many. I can't even. So many lovely people who've shared their time and their conversation with us. So. Thank you to all of them. We'll have more guests in season two. And let us know if there's anything you want to hear in season two or the subsequent seasons we do. So just, you know, find us at Listen and Sleep, whether that be on Instagram or Twitter or our Facebook page, or you can go to theinsomniaproject.com and send send us a note there. And we will try to get your... Marco, I have a controversial question before oh, we... Oh, no, here we go. With, with just a few minutes yeah. left. Do you have a favorite episode from season one? Oh. Okay, so there's a couple of episodes okay. that, that come to mind. Okay. So I did an episode in Vancouver mm-hmm. with David about pencils. <laughs> yes, do you I remember, remember that. And it was... And he gave me a pencil at the end of it. And it's my favorite pencil, and I don't like writing with pencils, but that pencil that he gave me, um, you know, I always have in in my in my heart, so to speak. Um, so there's that episode. Um, any episode I do with my father-in-law, yeah, great. I find really always great fun because. Just to even hear his full, yeah. his accent, yeah. his New England, his Bostonian accent. Is I'm trying fun. to remember the episode where, <laughs> where I almost fell asleep while recording it. Do you remember the one where you were talking on some tangent? You were talking about pickling your, like... Oh, the pickle was episode. Was it the pickle yeah. episode? And I was just like, I had a really rough day and I was exhausted. And Marco went on this tangent about, like, describing the process of pickling wood, I yeah, think that's it was. Right. Actually, we had... Was it that or the doors? It was something. No, it was pi- that was the whole pickle episode. It was the whole pickle episode. I, I actually remember you falling asleep in it. And so, just for our listeners, sometimes we'll put each other to sleep, <laughs> or in this case, I put Nitty to sleep during the recording of our podcast. So please don't ever feel bad. The whole point of our podcast is we hope it's the only podcast you never get to the end of. It's true. And wait, you, wait, wait. My last oh, really sure. favorite was the cookie episode. What was it? Oh, that's right. One of our first ones uh, where the mayor of Calgary, we tried to get the mayor, mayor of... Um, it was the mayor of Ann Arbor, Michigan. So Ann Arbor... No. Oh. Ann Arbor, Michigan has a cookie. No. Yes. I thought it was Calgary. I'm, I thought it was in Michigan. Or I thought it was Canadian. Okay, or okay. maybe it was Calgary. Maybe I'm incorrect. And we were trying to get the city of Toronto to have a cookie named after... Or uh, what would you call it? Like a city cookie. And uh, we had somebody from the city contact us. And then when we got back to her, she never returned our conversation. So shame on you, City of Toronto, for not having a cookie. The official cookie. An official cookie. Nitty's going to look that up. No, I can't find it. So the cookie episode. I also enjoyed the episode where you and I debated who was the most boring prime prime minister. minister. we got to do another one of those, actually. Um, the Koi episode is one of my favorite. Oh, yeah. A lot of people love that Koi episode. I think the, cit- a lot of the Citrus episode is the one that's the most listened to episode. 
Um, and uh, it wouldn't be an end of season without no. Zena coming running Zena's away. Yes. Oh, oh, and there goes Bark Box. <laughs> I guess that's our cue to say thank you once again for all your support and for listening. <laughs> and we will be back in season two. And uh, as always, please feel free to go back to episode one, Tea Socks, and the moment before, and make your way through all these episodes once again until we're back with you. And until then, we hope that you listen and sleep. <laughs>